recording. Hey, thanks for tuning in. If you're watching this video on YouTube or one of my other social media channels, this is also going to be linked to a monthly newsletter I put out called Hello Neighbor. It's real estate focused, but we also have things to do around New York, tips about investing or managing your money, I should say, being financially sound. Because obviously housing is a huge part of your life. It's about creating financial independence, stability, um, and it's an investment tool. And then it's also, you know, a place where you, you live your life. Okay. So it's November 1st. It's beautiful outside. It's a little windy. I was actually supposed to go fishing today, but it got canceled because of the nor'easter. Seven foot to 10 foot waves. If you're not into fishing, it's a good thing to get into once a year. You know why? Because New York City, you can actually catch massive fish. I'll probably pull up some uh, pictures of fish uh, that are being caught right now off of New York. You can go right off Staten Island and get monster striped bass. They have a migration right now from the north, like like uh, you know Canada, Maine, Massachusetts, Cape Cod, down the East Coast. Right now, they're running across New, New York and... New Jersey, and for like 200 bucks, you can get on a charter boat, catch fish, and they fillet it for you, and then, you know, it's it's sustainable eating. They're monsters. Monsters meaning huge, and there's a lot of meat, and if you go, if you're into fish or you know about fish, striped bass is actually a very expensive fish to buy. So, you know, you go down there, get one of those freeze lock things, you got fish all year. Couldn't go this year. Not happy about it. It's okay. Maybe there'll still be time. It's getting cold though. So this week, this week in the newsletter, we're going to talk about the marathon. The marathon is happening this week in New York. Online ads, stock market, obviously the real estate market, and a couple things about the affordable housing issue in New York, other cities, what governments are doing about it, and... Where's the fine line between the market and government to properly house people and make for good cities? And then lastly, we'll talk about things I like and things I don't like. Okay, so getting right in here. It's Marathon Weekend. There's a few things you need to remember about Marathon Weekend. It is hard to get around in a car. Go around on a bike. It's the best way to go see your friends. Check it out. It's a good time. They, they go in waves, so find out when your friend is, is, is running. There's a marathon tracker, right? So you can track bib numbers so you can see your friend wherever they are. Don't oversleep. They'll be upset. Uh, but it's a, fun, it's a fun weekend in New York. It's kind of a tra- – I personally kind of think of it as a transition into like the, the late fall and the holiday season. Obviously, this past week was Halloween, <coughs> one of my favorites of the year, favorite – it's like my Christmas, you know, back in the day in, in New Jersey, we had mischief night, which was kind of like free reign to kind of, you didn't want to be destructive. You're not doing eggs, but like people went out toilet papering, you know, it was the night before Halloween kind of for the older kids. And then you had Halloween after where you had your cool costumes and got candy. So I love Halloween. I went to Grand Prospect Hall. It's a beautiful venue in Brooklyn, South Slope event hall. I'm pretty sure they're booked like 300 days a year or something like that. I talked to one of their employees a couple years back and it's just a beautiful architecture. 
uh, it's an event space, mostly weddings, but now they've kind of transitioned and putting music in there. Uh, DFA Records did a huge party there one time. It was apparently awesome. Um, I went to the City of God's Halloween party. It was great. It's kind of like an art party with many different stages, 10, like four or five stages. I don't know. It could have been 10. It was awesome. My Halloween costume this year was was okay. I was kind of like a blinged out vampire slash zombie. I was definitely on the lower end of the spectrum of trying. It's kind of like a Burning Man type party. It was nice, but I've kind of gotten to the point where I'm sick of the commercialization of Halloween. It's, it's an awesome time, but like what happened to like casual Halloween parties that you could go to, you know, bands or raves where it wasn't like $150 for a ticket and $9 for a Tecante. What's up? You know, if you're not aware, the city lifted burlesque laws a few years ago. So now, you know, back in the 90s, uh, New York was a huge party scene. It kind of faded away. I think that also had to do with like the pop culture of dance music. And then it transitioned back. And now it's really back. They have venues like Avant-Garde Brooklyn, uh, 53 Scott. Now you have Grand Prospect Hall. So uh, it's a nice, it's 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 something that used to be part of the city and now it's back. I like it, but it's going a little too far for my liking. So anyways, but if you go check out Grand Prospect Hall, it's awesome. And it, it's and from a real estate perspective too, it's one of the largest private continuous blocks of land left in South Slope, Brooklyn. So back to the marathon. Marathons this weekend, Plan accordingly. If you're trying to get around in a car, make sure you are checking out the route, seeing where you can go across the, the street. I specifically say this because it's on a Sunday. It's a fun day. Sunday fun day. But it's also open house day. It's kind of a hard day to do open houses and look for apartments. But like every week, there's going to be links in this description below or the post or the best thing to go is my Facebook page. But I have an um, open house roundup each week. Things that I like. Apartments that I like. in All around different neighborhoods in New York. Mostly for sale. But go out this weekend. Check out the marathon. Check out some open houses. And have fun with your friends. And I think there's actually, you know, it's I'm going to see interested. I was never really interested in the marathon. But now I am. The reason being is that. Most recently, someone broke the record for the two-hour marathon. That's a big deal. But what I found out is that track, let me pull it up here, that track that El Ud Kipchog ran isn't eligible for the world's fastest marathon. The track isn't eligible. I think it may be part of the, the Guinness or maybe some sort of organization. But still, let's give it up to him. I think that's... I'm pretty proud of him. Do you think someone's going to break the two-hour marathon this weekend? I hope they do. That'd be fun. So go out. Have a good time. Plan your open houses accordingly. And while we're on that tip, talked about business stuff. If, you, if you're not aware, this is my real estate podcast video. Buy, sell, rent in New York. With Compass, Marcus Schott. If you're relocating to other city, we have agents there that can help you too. We have attorneys, lenders, home inspectors, contractors to help you out. Let's talk a little bit about the market. If you're not aware, 
in New York and kind of all over all over the country because I do follow like Denver, LA, New York mostly, sometimes Boston, Philadelphia, not really Chicago, uh, San Francisco, but the the market is a buyer's market, especially in New York right now. There's price cuts happening all the time or more often than they used to. I think it's for two reasons. One, it's an election year. Some people just don't feel the confidence to 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 buy an election year. Number two, I think that a lot of people had a lot of gains in the stock market for the last year. It was a very good year for the stock market. And people were kind of thinking, do I want to put 50, 100, $200,000 down on a down payment on a house right now? Or do I want to invest it in real estate ETFs or uh, the stock market or your retirement or something like that? Um, and I think also one big thing, if you do want to sell, there's deals are happening. That is That is a fact. But you need to be in tune with the market. Buyers are making offers. It's just taking more time. Days on market has gone up. Um, this this truck outside ruining it. I cannot believe this. It's okay. We're going to come back to this one here. Actually, you know what? Let's just keep going. I got this microphone. It'll work out. Anyway, so I think that's part of it. And uh, also we had, you know, 2015. 15 to 2019 we had a huge run up uh some years double digit gains but i think it's actually more of like a realistic market where sellers are you know expect you know one two percent maybe a three percent appreciation um to 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 make a deal happen but that's also that you also have to deliver quality you can't just have a house it's not going to sell itself i got a little annoyed the other day when one of my friends uh, was talking about selling their house. Like, will these things sell themselves? They don't, especially not in this market. You need to stand out from the pack. Obviously, one of my uh, uncles says this, no one falls in love with you at first sight of your personality, right? They fall in love with you for your looks. And for an apartment or a home or whatever, it's for the price first. Then it is the functionality of the house, the value of the house, and the aesthetic. Depends who the end buyer is. Each house is different. You're going to have a different person buying that house. So transition into that. If you are buying or you're, you're selling right now, you need to present the best light possible. Ask us about our concierge program. And basically what this is is that we are, if you're looking to sell and it needs to have improvements up to 3% of your home value, we will give you a compass. Actually, we is offering a thing called compass concierge where we can help with Painting, cosmetic renovations, cleaning, things of that, anything, <coughs> anything related to uh, listing your house, getting the best price. We also are offering a, a bridge loan program. That means you're selling your house. Maybe you see another house on the market that you like. You don't have any one in contract yet, or you're still prepping to go on market. We also have a bridge loan program that will help you get from your house that you're trying to sell to the house you want to live in and buy. So those are two two factors. If you're a buyer, those are two programs, I'm sorry, that help, will help you out if you're in a, a seller in this market. Number two, if you're a buyer, be price, be aware. Listen, you know, uh, I we I actually just, you know, I don't talk about specific with specific clients, but I made an offer with somebody. We just missed out on something. But uh it was a price drop. Once there was a price drop, a significant price 
price drop. Jeez Louise. This apartment was sitting on the market for like two months, three months. They made an appropriate price drop. And then there was a bidding, bidding war, best and final. Okay? So it's a nice apartment. And it was just attractive for first-time homebuyers. Both of these were first-time homebuyers. Well, my client was. And apparently the other one was too. So that's the thing. Prices are coming down for the sales market. I think it is a good time for buyer for buyers right now, depending on what you're looking for, okay? Rents are at an all-time high in Manhattan and Brooklyn and Queens. That's a perfect transition where if you're selling, do you want to go back into the rental market right now? Probably not. Probably not. You want to maybe upgrade to something or maybe you need to downgrade to something if you're selling. If you're in the rental market and you're spending $3,000, $4,000, $7,000 a month on a one, two bedroom, and yes, that's what things cost in New York, especially if you want something nice, you should look at buying. The interest rates are low. They've come down a lot. It makes buying affordable. And they have, you know, some places they have grant programs for first time buyers or certain areas of town that, you know, you could uh, make a uh, make a loan, get a loan with uh, less closing costs. So across the country, affordability is an issue. It's definitely, it's talking, everyone's talking about it right now. Go to places like New York, San Francisco, LA, the three most expensive cities in the country. Homelessness is at an all-time high. That is a problem. Sometimes it has to, I think a lot of it has to do with the drug problem. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that we don't have a mental health system like we did in the 80s and the 70s. They were closed down. But a huge part of it has to do is with affordability. A lot of people live paycheck to paycheck, especially young people. If you get into an issue where you have a $5,000 medical bill or your rent gets raised by $500 a month, that is an issue for you. And you could end up on the streets or something that you think is temporary sleeping in your car. You're transitioning into that as a permanent residence. So this is, if you don't read the news, California actually put a, I think it was 3%. I'll like, double check. I'll put it a list, uh, the article in the uh, description, but they had a statewide rent cap for three to 5%. I'm a little bit against this for the reason being, it's kind of an overstepping of government. And, uh, and if you're aware in places like New York and LA, they have really strict guidelines and red tape to make developing happen. You get a lot of resistance from residents who live there. There's not a lot of space left, and it's just expensive. Even if if you have if you've ever done a renovation in New York that where you have to deal with the DOB, it takes a long time. Why? Okay. Sometimes you need to pay an expediter. I know people who the whole they used to work at the DOB and now they're an expediter. That's what they do. They just hurry things along. It's government oversight, in my opinion. I think it's too much uh, regulation. I don't think that, you know, I approve of things like rent reg- rent stabilization. I think it's really important. Back in July, they had a sweeping rent change bill. And you know what? It definitely, it, for certain people, it definitely helped out renters. It helped preserve units. But there was an example of someone, I had, I had an example of someone where a rent-stabilized tenant was there for 40 years. They basically did use it as a second second apartment. They moved upstate. They paid like five, six, seven hundred dollars a month. And they just never came back. They just like didn't pay rent or whatever. They didn't, I don't know what happened. But the landlord made a transition from a major renovation into a 
to, to, to get it to market rate because basically how the, the new law capped how much you can raise the rent no matter how much you invest and fix it up. They spent a lot and now they can't raise the rent to the point to make it make sense. Now, I think that two things are going to happen. One, these buildings are going to start going derelict. They're going to just be like, listen, I, it doesn't make financial sense for me to invest in these units anymore unless the government forces me to, like 311. So the question is, do in these cities, do we need more regulation from the government or do we need to loosen up building processes in a responsible manner? I think that's that's more of the effort. There's also another thing where I didn't mention, I guess well, it's on the top of my head. Uh, Sunset Park is, is moving forward with the rezoning. If you've never been down there, it's from like 34 or sorry, 30th Street to like 50s, 80th Street. On the, on the water in Brooklyn, they have Industry City, they have the Brooklyn Army Terminal, but it's all manufacturing and one commercial zoning. Nobody lives there. It's a, the last giant swath of land in Brooklyn. I think that if they open that up, they have affordable housing, they could make it a new neighborhood and expand into a new area of Brooklyn that no one's living there right now. The issue right now about affordability is people are building, but because it's so expensive, they need to build luxury apartments like, you know, $1,400 a square foot if you're buying, we're talking $5,000 one bedrooms. It just doesn't make sense. I like there's certain buildings though also is that they have a requirement to have locals who live there provide affordable housing. We'll go. I'm not going to go into it. We'll maybe do it in another episode, but there's there's housing lotteries all over New York based on your income where you could get a nice house. If that's an issue for you, DM me. There is lotteries all the, all the time. It's basically based on income and your proximity to the site. We need to open up building and make it less costly for people in New York with the combination of affordable units. Uh, and we're not even talking like like regulated units. I'm just talking about like People who makes a couple who makes one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year can afford, or someone, or a couple, or a family who makes fifty or sixty can afford to buy. We need stuff like in the three three hundreds, four hundred thousands. We need we need apartments like that for sale. We need fifteen hundred dollar one beds. We need seventeen hundred dollar two beds. So, if you're in the government, listen to me. So, anyways, that's a that's kind of a tangent on affordability uh, across the nation right now. Um, California had the rent cap. We had rent regulation laws that passed. Uh, if you're not familiar, I did video on a couple of videos on it before. Um, there's another one too. I, I thought it's kind of interesting. I don't know how I feel about this one, but New York is trying, there's a lot of, um, passing, uh, there's a lot of talk about banning cars in Manhattan. I think that would be kind of cool in certain sections. I don't understand how it would really get done, uh, in, uh, in an appropriate way. Um, so they're talking about banning cars and they're also talking about congestion pricing. So like a tax for riding around during that time, like, would they follow you? Like, would they put a little thing on your car and then tax you like that? Like they do with easy pass when you're going over the highways now. So I'm not really sure. Um, but what do you, what do you think about banning cars? I think if you had more pedestrian walkways, it would be open up the city a lot. 
but I like driving car. I, I'm in Brooklyn. Like when I need to do stuff and like look it up, look at places, I really like having a car. I'm a kind of in a more quiet section in Greenwood slash Sunset Park area. What else are we going to talk about? Okay. Yeah. Listen, list it or love it. If you're in a place right now where you might want to sell your house, but you're not going to get the number, reach out. Maybe, maybe reach out to me. Maybe you want to do like some interior designing and spruce it up. Maybe you can reconfigure the space. Call me. DM me is what you should say at Marcus Amadeus. Plug if you want to go listen to this online or on iTunes. I have a. It's going to be on Ask Amadeus on all places where you get podcasts. And also, if you want to support me, I I had a tech background before I did real estate. I'm trying to in a media background. Go support my Amazon store. Uh, we're also going to donate half of all the profits from everything till the end of the year towards um, recovery for opioid addicts. Um, a friend of mine runs a house, a sober living house down the Jersey Shore. So uh, I'm going to donate uh, for my end of year donation to that fund. Half of all the profits we get from any Amazon stuff you want to buy going into the holiday season, I will also donate. Um, and then also let's talk about things I like. So a friend of mine, Ricky Roy or Ricardo Roy, he has an awesome gallery in Hoboken. They started, they do pop-up shops in New York. I think they have one in Westfield, New Jersey, but it, he helped me out with some uh, staging, which I really was appreciative for. In the newsletter, I'll have a link to some of his his visuals. But he go check him out. He's got amazing like it's almost like a screen print of a shirt if you want to think about. It, but it's for a print for 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 art. Um, so they make twenty presses of this type of um, this art, and so like you, every piece is oh, pretty much original. So check him out. He's got a couple. He's got a couple pieces from Marathon in the past. If you like the Yankees, the Mets. You just like scenery of a, of a, of a cityscape. There's a bunch of those, so go check that out. And he has a couple of videos about doing um, what's it called, Gra- uh, canvas, not graffiti, a mural. So it's very cool. Go check that out. Another artist I like. I was traveling in Palm Springs. I went to Joshua Tree. I actually did a video about traveling to the last free place on earth. It's a town in the middle of the desert, no government. Basically, people can go there. And that's also why I talked about it too. Funny is that there was also a, a couple years ago, it's been all over YouTube, a couple years ago, they were profiling people who moved from LA who were homeless and then ended up going there and kind of finding like a new life for themselves because they could live for free. And it's like, it's all about the community. Like there's art exhibit there. There's uh, open mics every week. A lot of people live there. You know, it's obviously it's kind of like camping, but anyways, I was out there in Palm Springs, Joshua Tree, and uh, I ran across this lady called Penelope Kerps, and she makes really awesome prints of birds, all types of birds, birds of prey, owls. These are, this one is of the female hooded oriole. Gorgeous. It's just gorgeous. Probably like the sound of the microphone. Hummingbird. Listen, if you want one of these, I'll send you one. They're cards for like occasions. Oh, look at this one. The Greater Roadrunner. 
I've actually never seen a Roadrunner except for in cartoons. You can't really see it. I have prints. These are cards, but they're really finely done. And it's all about, it's kind of a cool way to um, support an artist and then also check out, you know, support nature. And just learn about different types of birds. That's fun. So, we also, this is also, you know, this is a little, uh, last note, I think I skipped this one, but online ads are going to change a lot. Sometime, you know, Facebook said they're not going to change any sort of ads in terms of political ads. Twitter is banning them entirely. But one thing I noticed about real estate, ad, you know, I, I talk about, I like to talk about ad, digital ads because I think it's a, a level, make, a level makes the playing field level for small businesses to get clients. Um, Facebook's changing all the real estate ads. So like there's going to be less specific targeting of real estate ads. Uh, so I just had a question. Do you think that, do you think that we should be, uh, regulating ads like this? Like, is it bad to target certain areas? Is it bad to target certain demographics? Is it kind of getting a, is it implying a narrative that happens with that? I don't know. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah. And we talked about the stock. Well, yeah. We talked about the stock market. The stock market's been having a crazy run right now. I'm telling you, if you made, if you had a nice year, 2018 in the stock market, maybe think about buying a house from your man, Marcus shot right here. What else? Banning cars from New York city. We talked about that. I think it could be cool. And then, uh, affordability in the, the city. Oh, last one. This is what I wanted to talk about. It's the fall. I always look, I travel a lot. I've been to dozens and dozens of countries, but I've been kind of trying to focus on back on, on America. America, we got a lot of places to go. You don't have to get on a plane. P flying is like for savages these days. It's very uncomfortable unless you're flying first class. I've only done that once, and it was by accident because someone uh, missed their flight. I got to fly all the way to Italy first class, but the person I was with next to me got insanely drunk and rude. It was a New Yorker. We were having a great time until you have like six cocktails. Um... So yeah, Livingston Manor. Livingston Manor, one of my favorite towns in upstate New York. If you haven't been there, go Google it. I did, last year I posted an article about places to go. It's one of like the four or five towns in the Catskills. This one's in the Western Catskills. It's known for fly fishing, hiking. Um, it's hunting season right now there, but it's next to Roscoe as well, Trout Town, USA. Condé Nast. Did a profile on it, blowing it up. If you go down there, it's it's gotten a little more swank. Lots of nice restaurants or a couple of nice restaurants. It's a Catskills town. There's not a ton of stuff to do. Um, but there is a, a new brewery opening up there called Upward Brewing. The guy was, Dana, was really nice. I kind of, we accidentally stumbled in before it was, uh, we weren't drunk yet. Stumbled in before it was open, talked to him. He was one of the first brewers at Brooklyn Brewery. He's opening Upward Brewery. And he has a thing called Beer Mountain where you can go camp there and go to the brewery. The design is awesome. It's kind of like a chic chalet type Catskills uh, lodge. Very big. It's different from the other breweries like Catskill Brewery and Trout Town Brewery and Roscoe. This one's kind of more like a ski lodge and it's a lot huge property. So go check that out. Follow them on up on Instagram. They're going to be opening up pretty soon. And then they have Rolling River Cafe. If you've ever been up there, it was this cool Russian restaurant run by 
some ruskies, and it was all along the river. Great, awesome place. But that closed down. It's kind of a bit. It's actually for sale as an Airbnb if you wanna if you wanna buy that place. Uh, cool little rooms everywhere, like four different houses. It's on two sides of the river, so it's pretty. It's a pretty nice place. It's for sale right now. You can go up and stay there pretty cheap on Airbnb as well. I think it's like a hundred dollars a night or like seventy dollars a night. It's a little older, but um, but anyways, it was kind of nasty traveler profile Livingston Manor because it's one of like it's a really affordable place at least for now to go for like a hundred bucks a night. You get a nice little Airbnb rental. You can stay at places like uh the red rose motel the owners of escape brooklyn bought that i believe it was the owners and they renovated it and now it's like their little pet project um and i think there's like 120 150 a night probably more maybe a little bit less um but the catskills is having a renaissance right now firefox mountain house cool place to go uh go stay uh red rose motel cool place to stay i'm actually eyeing up a little house waiting them out a little bit um, and lots of breweries to go to, and then you can hike lots of camping and it's like easy hiking. It's not too bad. Um, and then also a friend of mine I saw online too, stayed at the Phoenicia motel that's for sale. So, I mean, listen, if you have a little pet project you're thinking about, you want to open up a cool, uh, hip Airbnb or hip B and B upstate. Listen, man, it's a possibility. You know, the dream is out there, but a lot of nice food. Obviously, Woodstock's been known for a long time for 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 a uh, uh, nice little getaway. Um, but go check it out. You still got like maybe another week or two left of it before it's too cold. There's probably some leaves. It's definitely post peak leaf peeping season. But go check it out. Hope you enjoyed it. This video is now done. Subscribe to my podcast if you want to get up on my newsletter called Hello Neighbor. I'll get you on there. DM me. And I'll, this will all be in one link that you can subscribe. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciated it. Bye. I got a couple houses for sale. 811 Cortilla Road. We have rentals. Uh, there was 415 Argyle. There, there's a bunch of stuff. I'll include houses in there as well. All right. Have a good day. Bye. And this will be some outro music or something. Did it.